welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by the full squad. Here we go. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval back for vacation, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And of course, down to my left, we have Apple Zach's Zach Markham as well. Boys, the the band is back together. The band is yep. here. Yeah, the round right. table at my rectangular tab- table <laughs> is here. Yeah, and we were never uh, good at geometry. <laughs> That's I, true. Honestly, I honestly wasn't. I and, I think I got a C in that class. Any yeah. sort of math, I was never good at. Uh, yeah. uh, and we are here to review the finale of Rings of Power season one. First of all, can we just <laughs> can we just give it up for the show before oh, we? Even it yeah, it was. That it was, was a awesome. it was a ride. We need, yes, we need like an actual sound bite of just a round of applause. a crowd cheering. Yeah. I might have that. So if you if you hear that later, it's because I found it on my laptop and we yep. added it to the video. There you go. Uh, but yeah, uh, man, a lot to talk about. We're gonna get into it. Uh, just want to pause briefly before we do and say to uh, everybody listening, everybody watching. First of all, thank you. Second, would you please uh, like the video, subscribe on YouTube, uh, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening. Uh, leave us a comment, leave us a review, share the pod. All of these things really help us a lot. And we do anticipate, you know, maybe a few more people listening to this episode, this podcast, because it's of the finale. So if you can share this with some of your friends, that really does uh, help us out tremendously. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search at Royal Geek Pod, and we're on all the things, even TikTok. Yep, That's yep. right. Even TikTok. Yep. We're, yeah, we're all over the place. So uh, help us out. That's uh, we'd appreciate it. So, anyways, boys, are you guys? Uh, are you all freaking ready for this? Dude, finales yes, are always great. Dude, man. They they are. Awesome. It's finale Friday for us. We're That's recording right. this on a Friday. So, uh, yeah, here's your spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. Um, you have been warned. It's time to break it down, boys. This uh, episode number eight is called Alloyed. Yes. Yep. What did you guys think? Man, it was a wild ride. Yes. It really was. And the thing is is that it took me through several different emotions just from the start. Like, for example, we had uh, the reveal of Sauron. They just came out and said it. And at first I was like kind of shocked that they actually said it right there. there. I got to stop you real quick. How many times, I want everyone to answer this. How many times did you guys say, throughout this episode, say audibly, what? Yeah. Multiple times, yes. It was, yes. It was yeah. crazy. Oh, I was, at least yeah. four times. Yeah. I, yes. yes. I was going to say three or four. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So they, uh, so I was shocked because they, they just said, oh, Sauron, we're here for you, right? And I was like, okay, wow, yeah. they just did that. But then I immediately felt disappointment because I was like, that's the big reveal? Yeah. That's the big reveal of Sauron? Like some crazy looking white-eyed lady uh, just went ahead and dropped just it dropped like that? It. Yeah, just casually. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then it continues to unfold and we see that it's not actually him and yeah. they actually drop the, it's the other one, it's the Atari. I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. Wizard, what? What's going on? And then... The, the ride continued with Galadriel and finding out who Sauron actually is, and then that one shocked just me. Just yes. absolute like wildness as far as uh, the, the the way it was presented yep. and uh, the action. The act there was, there was not a whole lot of action. However, no. the the things that took place were so dynamic; it felt intense, yes. like it was an action. Correct. Yeah, it, it loved was it. Set, loved set, it. Set, Absolutely point. loved it. Yeah, it was set up so well and like. It was it was intriguing and it drew you in with everything that was going on. Um, you know they did a great job of um, set. They kind of like got all their action knocked out in the in episode six 
Yeah. yeah and right. then like past that, it was just all wrapping up like what was going on, but it wasn't like a bad wrapping up. It was a very like all the storylines were being pulled together and you were doing all, you were learning about everything that was, you know, finishing up with all these different intertwining storylines. And you finally like, they left you with such a, like it was satisfying, but also made you want more, which was an amazing way that they did that. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the series a lot. Um, I feel like they did a really good job with this finale. Um, there was a lot of like cool references and everything that they brought in that I love from the movies. Um, whenever they first like revealed uh, the stranger as Sauron, like I was, I was just like you, like I was, I was confused, and then I was also disappointed. But then, like as we further got along, like there's no way like this guy could be Sauron. I, I'm still set that it's Gandalf, yeah. mainly because of like two references that he said. The one at the end. I can't remember what this. All right, so one re- reference. Uh, the one at the end where he said, like, uh, when in doubt, like, always follow, follow your nose. And that was the same reference he told, Gandalf told Sam in the movies. Yeah. So I'm set that as Gandalf. Um, there was a couple of things that I was disappointed in. Um, the main one being that they, the last episode, we got the, at the end scene, we got the reveal that the Balrog was awakened. Yeah, and they never like followed up with that. Ah, uh, good point. Actually, yeah. they did not follow up with that yeah, at all. So I was kind of, I was kind of curious because I, I felt like that could have been like a really good, like call out, and they just didn't do anything with it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens next, uh, the next season. Okay. Well, we talked a lot about uh, the stranger. Who, I guess, are we all in agreement that that's got to be Gandalf? I mean, yeah, it's. I feel it's got to be. It is, and no. you mentioned that he said the follow your nose line, but he actually said uh, at least two more things that reference things that Gandalf said in the original trilogy. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the banishing of the the, the the I don't know what you call it, those prophets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot about that one, but um, turn to shadows. Yeah, 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 back to the shadow yeah. realm. And then <laughs> what he did with the Balrog, right? You know? And then he has the the journey line with, yes. with Nori, and that was mm. that was another one. And so this, yeah. It is. It is Gandalf. Okay, yeah. and I don't. So, which, by the way, when we go yeah. planet, does not line up with the timeline that Tolkien has in established the yeah, in the no. books. So I can see a lot of the hardcore people out there uh, not being gonna be very, happy. yeah, being very upset with the fact that that's happening. However, let's keep in mind that this is an adaption of an appendix. We're not even. They're not even yeah. adapting the the actual book content. And you can have liberties when you're adapting from a book content to. To movie, you just yeah. as the viewer and the fan of the books and the reader, you kind of got to take a step back a little bit and be like, can we have the content that this is Tolkien has provided and have it in the format of a, a video and and be smart enough to make a decision that okay, I can let that slide. I'll be a little lenient with that. Yeah. Well, it's also about like okay, so the biggest issue that these shows usually come to is contradicting themselves and i don't feel like this really contradicted anything that has already been laid out and so as long as it mm-hmm. it does not contradict itself i'm okay with it like if they had been like oh gandalf you know or started out as evil and then he became good and then it would have been like okay well, what are you doing like like uh, it makes no sense like right. you, you, you Gandalf could not have been that like that doesn't make sense for his character at all correct yeah. um so but as long as they the, i think the biggest thing to understand is just to under is just to understand that um Gandalf is who he is in the series and he seems to be working his way towards how he is in uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so what? He shows up a couple hundred years before he's supposed to in the token world, right? Who cares? Yeah, about but he's that, a right? wizard. He ages differently. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, let's hope. Yeah. 
so here's so here's what I want to talk about. So that the whole sequence in this in this episode, where um, you know those those I guess those witches or so I think they're called acolytes is what I think they're called. But acolytes, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, you boys got no idea, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, but regardless, the three crazy people dressed in white they come to worship and follow um, Sauron. Right, so they think he's Sauron. They announce him. They pronounce him as Sauron. Yes. And again, like when that first happened, I, I'm watching by myself, and I literally said, "I knew it," because I I thought that from the beginning. But I always felt like from episode one and two, when we had that review, somebody on here said, "We all think that's Gandalf, right?" And I don't, I don't know if anybody remembers watching or listening, but I remember being like, "Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be Gandalf." Like I I just because I don't know a lot, so I just figured that it. That it, I at the time I really thought it was Sauron, and like this was his origin story. And then I'm gonna go a little deeper. I was fully expecting for I was fully expecting for those um, those three witches or whatever, yeah, to like kill all the Harfoots in front of him, and then he was going to um, lose his mind and then yeah. kill them. But he would, but it, it, to me that was still gonna be Sauron. Like yeah. I, I I was I was sucked in so. Now I'm pretty easy to get on some of these yeah, movies. You, f- and shows. you fell for it. You You're, guys yeah. know that I fall for everything, just about. But I was in, man. I thought I was like, oh, okay, it really is Sauron. Yeah. So it, it it just it felt odd when when it was revealed. Even though I know it was one of the main theories really? about him being, it about, felt odd uh, when they said that when they called him Sauron. It it did. If if it, it, it didn't feel I, quite right, I think it felt like, out of place. To be honest with you, and maybe it was just because of the way the dialogue was being told. Um, I know that was one of the two main theories, and, and it was kind of bouncing back and forth. Like some weeks, it would seem like he's yeah, he would do more good things, like, and then he would do bad things. Yes, right? so I think that was the entire purpose of what they were trying to play is uh, that they were possibly going to be revealing one or. Both of these characters in this series, um, and I felt like they wanted to create a situation where you weren't sure who this one person was going to turn out to be. And I think they did a great job of playing the line. And you know, th- like like I was saying, some weeks it seemed like he was more Gandalf, sometimes it seems like he was more Sauron. Um, and it, it really, it, but it also makes sense in this world that you would reveal both because. The, the world is kind of set up on, like, an idea of balance in a lot of ways. Like, you know, for every great evil, there is a great good that is fighting against against them to, in the in these situations. Even though it may seem like the, the good is a lot of times outweighed by the evil, there is at least a force of good that is kind of rises up to help, you know, fight against the great evil. Mm. So... so here's the thing, okay? When she said, we're here to serve you, Sauron, right? When she says that, I... As it was happening, it felt so forced that when I heard her say that, I was at first like, "Oh, that's how they reveal it," and then I was like, "Oh, that's how they reveal it." And I'm like, and then I'm, and then I really just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around. I was like, "This can't be him," because I feel like even though he has quote unquote amnesia, he did too many good things in order to, yeah. I don't know, like healing the tree, um, and then like just with Nori and her and his interactions well, with Nori. Just his relationship with the hobbits made or the Harefoots made no sense if he was actually Sauron. Correct. Yes. Truthfully, especially since we've we've we unravel. Go it, ahead. It, unless they're right? all brutally murdered, and then which is what I thought was going to happen, and yes. then he becomes rageful. Yes, that like I, that was that fully convinced yes. that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sam. Like I thought if thank you if if. Once they made that reveal, I thought the next scene that we were going to get from that is obviously, you know, Nori, you know, and the followers and everything that went with her. 
um, we're going to get murdered right, right there in the woods. And then he was going to go back to the, uh, the grove and take out the rest of them. And, and that was going to be it. Like he was going to be evil from here yeah. on out. So I would really, I would love to know, and maybe anyone listening, you can leave it in the comments if you're watching. Like I, I, we're a little divided here. Like you guys felt like if it was out of place, a little rushed. I felt like I was, I was hooked. I, I genuinely mm. thought that was Sauron. And so I wonder what the casual viewer, because I'm a little more of the casual viewer. You guys know a lot more of the lore than me. Um, but I wonder what other people watching, how they experience. I that. mean, it did pull me in as well because I was like, okay, so they're doing this. How are they going to get to the next point with this? Like, how are they going to... Um, I would have loved to have seen them unlocking his mind, if that actually how it was, like in the way he was set up. Um it would have been pretty crazy to see how it would have went. I do think another interesting thing is, um, so you know when he um, kind of takes care of the acolytes himself, and the the way they looked, oh, I don't know, it kind of makes me think, like, did Gandalf have anything to do with the, um, to the ghosts of man who were up in the mountains, you know? Because they looked ex- a lot like the ghosts that were up in the mountain when he... When he finished them off, you they, know, they almost looked like exactly like that. To be yes. honest with you, and I, I thought about that. I did, uh, but I didn't. I didn't really think that. I don't know. Are they the? Are they the? Are they going to be the ones that are are that? Because we're still like several well, several well, centuries away from there. I was referring more to like, did he do something to them after they decided to uh, not side with humanity? Like, was that? Did he punish them afterwards? Like, hmm. did Gandalf go, go a little rogue? Or something like that. Um, or, or maybe that's just what humans look like when they get turned into ghosts. I mean, who knows? Maybe. You know, like, maybe. Y- y- you never know with uh, these situations. And that's just how they look when they turn into ghosts. And Or maybe it was just a little, like, hey, remember how ghosts look in the Lord of the Rings universe? This is what they look like, you know? It could be that as well. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But I think that has more to... I think that might have more to do with, like, with Sauron. Um, and him taking out, like... You know, with the with the uh, the uh, ten the ten followers of men and everything that he had, um, to maybe doing something like with them where they appear like the same. Maybe these followers are already with Sauron, so maybe they already like be in that uh, spiritual aspect. I guess. Mm. Okay. So let's let's camp here for another minute or so. Um, anything else? Again, you know, this show wonderfully bounces around from different storylines. It's done throughout the whole series. Um, anything else on? The Stranger, who we now believe is Gandalf, and the Harfoots that we want to discuss. Yeah, I will say we had a we had a very big battle interaction with uh, the Harfoots. The Harfoots are scrappy, and the, man. Yeah, and and the Acolytes. Yes. Which I knew one of them was going to die. But are we why? sure that's what they're called? I, I, I'm a, I'm pretty sure. All right. I'm pretty Sounds sure. like a professional wrestling tag team. I, I don't know. Man. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. However, right. uh, I will say that Sadik was definitely not the one that I wanted to be gone out of. All of those people, uh, Harfoots. I mean, I think he was the most likely to be gone, though, unfortunately. Honestly, why not the stepmother? The stepmother should have been gone. You know, the old wise one is, is going to be the one who's going to go. I'm sorry. Like, he's but the. I will say, like, yes, he got a knife to the, the gut. Yes. And it, it made sense when they were, like, trying to, like, rush to his aid. And, and he's like, no, 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 let's sit down. The wise one, like you mentioned, yes. the old wise one. Let's sit down. Let's watch the sunset together, and then that's when he like passes. Like that was exactly how how I expected Sadik to go. Yep. 
he he fulfilled his part of it. However, I did not want it, him to be the part of it. In a weird way, it almost kind of reminded me of uh, when Mike gets knocked off in Breaking Bad. Ooh, yeah. Like when he's just like, by the, he just and he's just like, just leave me be. Yeah, don't like, worry about me. Like, like don't just, worry about me at all. Just yeah. leave me at peace. You know, you, what happened happened. I'm I'm done for. You don't need to go any further. Uh, so that's kind of how I saw it. I was kind of hoping that I'd see a red sun though. Yeah. Like that's the only thing that I was kind of hoping to see in that, or even if like when it showed up to the age of man and I would have loved to have seen that little, uh, uh something like that, you know, that would have been an interesting thing to show. Just the idea of, you know, the red sun, meaning that blood was spilt this night, yeah. you know, like that and, kind of idea. And it was. So yes, that was probably about the only other, I mean the, the farewell when they sent Nora on her, her journey, that was, I mean, that was pretty cool. I liked Poppy and her interaction at the uh, end of the episode. Uh, I could really tell that, you know, you could, you, we started to build a relationship with them, even though we didn't follow the Harfoot storyline as close as we, I mean, we weren't as favorable to it. Yeah. We always ranked it last. However, the Poppy and relationship with Nori, it, it you, you saw it grow. I mean, you, yeah. We were able to watch it grow and it, I did kind of get a little like choked up a little bit when we, they were saying bye. Well, you got the, you got the traditional, fr- um, Frodo Samwise relationship there, you know, right, correct. kind of built into where, you know, there's one who's obviously the, you know, the leader and there's the one who's the follower, but is like intensely loyal, like that kind of relationship. And not, I mean, not that there's anything bad with not being the leader, but it, it, it did create a situation where you kind of get that, got that relationship that you get with Samwise. Right. But as far as the rest of the Harfoots and Gandalf, quote unquote, that's really about all I have for, for them. I know there was a lot of other craziness that happened that I'm very interested to get into. Yeah, yes. well, what if we, we, we talked about Gandalf? Let's talk about Sauron. Oh, my goodness, man. All right, so first of all, Galadriel shows up to whatever their elf place <laughs> um, when, you know, Halbrand, I'll, I'll call him that for now, for now, uh, looks to be about dead. Let me go ahead and say something real quick. Uh, I yeah. was not on the pod last week. However, I did start to get the inkling last week that Halbrand was Sauron. The main reason for that was, so the episode before that, when they were running on horseback, uh, I don't know. I started catching... By the way, everybody that's listening is not believing you right now. Okay, that's fine. No, I don't care. I don't care. Hmm. Um, when he was on, running on horseback and he just randomly shows up, right? That's one thing, right? Number two. All right, that's number one. Number two is that in this uh, last week's episode, just the fact that uh, Galadriel like finds him and he's like stabbed and, and dead. And, like he's like, I owe you... Like she... Okay, sorry. Let me gather my thoughts. She was saved by him and then she then saves him. I just felt like that was too in balance that she her desires are to find Sauron and it only would make sense that the one that she's choosing to save is yeah. going to be Sauron. Yeah. Uh. It, it did kind of feel like at moments where throughout early like I mean looking back and, and not saying that I had any, that I was saying that he looked that way but there were moments where it did seem like he was manipulating a little bit, yes. so uh, like when you're coming to that point, that makes sense for the character. If you're looking back at it, like a twenty, well, like you know, hindsight exactly, yeah. being twenty twenty situation. Not saying that I I was thinking that, but just when you look back and you start to think about some of the things that he he did and how he seemed to be manipulating, and you know, even though he seemed to be like fighting, he was kind of like half hearted fighting with a lot of this stuff. Um, and I guess just his um. And he, he, the way that he did fight when he fought was very brutal. So it was like, yep. uh, it was, it was almost inhumane in a lot of the ways that he would fight. Correct, you yeah. know, so hmm. even to, even to the point of what he does with the horse, 
like when he takes that when he's um when he's hunting down a dar you know like you know to take out the horse like that is a very like brutal move to do to the horse you know so i mean there were moments where there it was like he when he does get into combat he's a very like ruthless fighter and in some ways that's a good thing but also it can be like the signs of a you know kind of heartless being which would point towards sauron yeah so yeah anyway uh once i did the reveal like um you know it was a shock but now like looking back to like the other episodes like you could see him like carefully orchestrating Correct, you know yeah. what he was doing like he was uh he was you know plotting you know everything ever since like he was on the raft and he got the numenor and everything so like yeah. he, he already started and even this. when they were in jail like he was telling uh the the king's cousin or king's brother that uh hey you we know you know where she's going like so you can like he's talking he's Correct. manipulating yes. he's Whispering. he's very calculated about that and yep. from what we know in the lord of the rings lore uh, well, at least three of us, and maybe not you. Um, but Sauron was very, uh, very good with his words and very manipulative, and he thrived on causing confusion within yeah. within man to have them foil themselves rather than him actually doing the foiling against well, them. Well, when he was in Numenor with Galadriel, and like he brings up some of the stuff, it's like, oh, well, who's really making the decision here? It, it, you know, he kind of brings up that kind of stuff, even. Yep. But he's actually looking at it the other way. He's saying, oh, uh, he actually like gets Galadriel to admit to the fact that she's planning some stuff when really he's kind of planning it, but he's letting her think that she's planning it in a lot of ways. Yeah, and and that's kind of the the whole point of the I don't want to call it the flashbacks, but when he is talking to her and he's and he's trying to I genuinely believe he's trying to win her over. You guys thought that too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he was trying to genuinely yes. do it. Yeah, yeah for he sure. genuinely wanted to win her over, make her his queen, which by the way, if that would have happened, they would have freaking wrecked the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, seriously. But like I don't know what his intentions were Power for that. Couple. Um if he like <laughs> truly had feelings for her or like she would have served a purpose to him. Most likely the server, the server purpose. Most Correct, likely, yeah. Maybe, I mean, but it's also but... it's also a good idea to have a strong person beside you and someone who I feel like they had a genuine, genuine like connection they at did. the very least. They really power did. recognizes yeah. power, man. Yeah, clutch, dude. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, but again, he doesn't necessarily do a flashback. But he, and again, I don't even know what kind of magic or whatever this was. But he like messes with her mind yeah, kind of yes. like a mind spell kind of like a mind spell yeah, like he, like a he mind invaded spell. her mind palace that's yeah. all there yes. you go there you go <laughs> I, just, I just know if they like were you know to get married those would be some rings of power right there and yeah. mm. <laughs> you're absolutely right those those rings does anybody hear <laughs> Tyler Sweat somewhere out there <laughs> clapping and, and laughing in approval um, awesome yeah that was well well done well done Marco thanks man but yeah again whatever whatever he does there and He's he's basically making that point where she, where she's like you you manipulated me. He's like no, you just you decided all these things. I wanted to stay in Numenor and yes, you know and like and as I'm thinking about it, I was like yeah, he starting to make sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. okay, you know, you you could I could I could really see a world where yeah, clearly he was manipulating to make everything happen, but he did such a good job of it where I was like, well, no, actually, she was the one that was helping. Yeah, he on got all this. you. He got you is what he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's my thing. One, Justin thought that Halbrand was going to be Sauron. I, I, I thought signs were starting to point to him, is what I thought. I sensed something was up when he was talking to Kellen 
Brimbor? Kellen Brimbor. Oh, so close. Gosh, I was like one I, letter away. Trust me, dude. It, it, there, that was pretty good for, that. Hey, yeah. at, at the very least, I, I'll agree with you. Like, it definitely seemed like he was... Something was up. Like, maybe not full Sauron, but there was definitely something there where he was pushing a little... Yeah. He started pushing a little too hard he, towards You can tell he knew something. And, that's, yes. and she noticed that he knew something, so that's why she gets the records and yes. right. so blah, blah, blah. But the point I want to make is... Like, okay, how did he, I'm, I want to take it back a few steps, several steps. When we get introduced to him, he's on a, like a, an escape raft boat yes. with a bunch of other survivors. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone know how that happened or why he was there? Like, I'm not, I, I don't, here's, here's the answer for you. No, we have no idea. Okay. Well, I have, I have some idea. Oh. Uh, not not anything crazy. I don't know how he was on the li- uh, you know, the lifeboat, you know, the rafts, whatever you want to call it, with the survivors. Lifeboat's probably better. Yeah. Yeah, lifeboat. Okay. Um, but I do know that he was in a different form than his past form. Like he took another, he took on another form, which is why him and Adar or Adar didn't recognize him, but he recognized Adar. So as as far as like what type of form he was before, I have no idea. Um, I just know it was a, a new form that he took on. Yeah. Okay. And then we kind of saw that with the with one of the alkalites, where he was able to like take different forms. Yeah, true. For other people, so maybe Sauron can do it in a for well, a longer state. Well, Sauron can do a lot of things that yeah. I still don't. Even, not even sure what he can actually do, but I know that he does possess powers that are uh, extreme, and shape yes. shapeshifting is one of them. Uh, so it could very well be that he is taking on a different form to blend in. I don't know. Try to. Kind of, you know, get in touch with the roots of the of Middle Earth, so how he can conquer them, I guess. All right, I got to interject. So his relation. So when he's talking to Galadriel in her mind palace, all right? Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Um, he says that some something along the lines of "You helped me to fight like a common enemy." He's trying to yes. synchronize their causes. Is what he's trying to do. Okay. Do you genuinely think that though that like Adar was his enemy? Like, yes. like. You guys do think Actually, that? Actually, yeah, I, I can, I can, I gather that was what. Or, they're or was he putting about. on a front when he was pretending that he here's, was mad? Well, at here's him. the thing. I think it made more sense when he started talking about you, you, the elves want peace. That's exactly what I want. But the means of going about peace are completely different. Like, yes, the harmony is what the elves want. The harmony and peace, but peace through rule is yeah. what Sauron wants. Yes, like he he believes that putting everybody under the thumb of his rule is the only way to, to get peace. to peace. Yes. So by, I think that was what caused... I understand that, but that's what I'm specifically asking. When he says, you know, we had a common enemy, do you think he's lying in that moment to Galadriel? Or do you guys genuinely think that maybe, you know, he's the one who had to flee and end up on a lifeboat while Adar is like, I'm, leading his people. I mean, people, Adar his... did say that he had killed Sauron. Yeah. I think... one, so, I mean, maybe he didn't like the way that Sauron was ruling. Or maybe I'm starting Adar, to think that, yeah. Maybe Adar didn't like the way that he was running, you know, his business. And I, I, I did think there was a possibility at some point in there that Adar may have been had some truth to that statement, mm. um, even in the last episode or two, to where... You know, he said it, and it was. I think we kind of played it off more of a as a ruse of some sort that Adar was saying, but mm. maybe, maybe he it was part of, um, you know, m- maybe the idea is uh, Morgoth, Morgoth had 
you know, his disciples, and Sauron was one of them, and maybe Adar was one of them as well, and they were more like rivals in their own faction type of idea. Yeah, because when he has that spear and he's about to kill Adar and Galadriel stops him, did, didn't what did he say to Adar? Didn't he say, like, you took everything from me or, did he, or something along those lines? Along those or, lines. I can't yeah. remember exactly what he said, but it just makes a lot of sense. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm almost thinking, again, like... I am under the belief that what he said to Galadriel, he was being genuine. I think that everything he has said to Galadriel has been genuine. Like he's, yep. he has said, first off, when he said he was the king of the South, he technically yes. is because Mordor is the South and yes. he's the king of Mordor. So he's not wrong there. But also with, like, for example, common enemy, uh, we were talking Adar. about Adar. Yeah. Peace. Yes, it's true. He wants peace. Like even, even the things that he said, like even on the lifeboat, Yes, it, it was all it was all true. Now, from a certain from, point of for, view, yes, thank you. From a certain point of view, yes. He See, was, this is this is this is what I'm getting at. This is the evidence of a good show and great writing and great directing. I'm gonna have to go back and watch these eight episodes, and every time I see Halbrand, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna be paying attention to exactly yeah. what he's saying. Because mm-hmm. even right now, I can't yeah. remember everything. Of course not. Yeah, you know, yeah. but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a sign of a great show that could make you yeah. do that. Yeah. The fact that we've only talked about two storylines and we're 30 minutes in almost, that's, that's saying something. Is, is that a, uh, your kind gesture of saying we should move on? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to camp out here for as long as we want. Like, I mean, there's tons to say, but like, there, are, there are some missing, a- anything, missing folks to this finale yeah, that true, I'm, I'm true. questioning. Well, any, anything else on Sauron and Halbrand and Galadriel that we well, should... Well, I think we should definitely talk about the... Uh, confrontation that they have at the waterside, the pond, the lake, or whatever, uh, because she is there looking at the scroll. Right. He comes right around the corner. There was a lot of really good imagery. I felt that they they used, uh, for example, when the, the mind palace and they're on the raft and they're both looking into the water and the reflection is Sauron oh, in his fully full uniform. Type so of good. It was it, yeah. it was absolutely it was phenomenal. Incredible. Now. I think they could have capitalized a little bit better when they're standing there um, in the, on the pond, not in, not in the mind palace yet, not in the mind palace. All right, and they're standing there with the scroll. They could have done some like real life reflections of maybe kind of seeing like a shadowy figure of of Halbrand and and then well, her being in the light. Well, I think. Uh, well, oh, so you're just saying like the lighting? Yeah, yeah. Like it could, it could have been. Yeah, it could have been a little. I think okay. that would have been cool to see. I mean, I'm not, here. I am just throwing out what it should have been. But however, that whole interaction was truly incredible. Their yeah. their dialogue, and then the fact that she gets put into a trance or whatever you want to call it, and then she's being w- woken up by Elrond, and Elrond's like, "What the heck's going on? Like, what are you doing laying here in the water?" Yeah. But you know what would also been cool is you notice she walks away and Elrond walks away, but then he looks back. Right? How cool would it have been if? Elrond sees a scroll there, and as he's like pulling it out of the water, like he kind of sees the reflection of a Sauron type figure, and he's like, mm. he starts figuring it out because the dude's smart. Yeah, dude, yeah. dude is absolutely smart. He is, yeah. Well, yeah. I think at this point also that that wouldn't have worked because Sauron hasn't gotten to that point in this world. Like you can't, like he can't manifest himself out like that. It's only in her mem- in her mind that he can do that at this moment. Yeah. So I, I think I, I, it would have been a cool idea. Now the lighting thing would have been really cool. Like if, if 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 somehow you know when he came in, there just happened to be like uh like he happened to be in the you know Shadows. the the, the yeah. shadow of like a tree that happened to be there, and she happens to be in the light, and as they're talking, or maybe like. 
something happens to where like they're both in the light and then all of a sudden like something happens and like a tree like starts covering him up like as the reveal see, happens like the, maybe the the sun moving behind the tree and it comes yes, up. yeah like, i think it, that would have been he causes yeah like causes like a situation or maybe he just kind of moves a little bit and he just happens to be into the shadow yeah. and you're like oh as the reveal is happening you're seeing him literally um, fall into the yeah. shadows. But then as Elrond and her return back to like the smithing room where they're literally constructing the rings and they say one is corrupt, one bring, brings peace, and then one creates balance. Like that's yeah. that, that whole line that she says about needing three and that's why that's why they need to do what they do. And the creation of the, the three elven rings, yeah. I think that whole just seeing the creation of it was absolutely incredible. And now obviously seasons two, three, four, five, six is going to be the lead up of creating the seven for the dwarves, yes. the nine for man. And it's going to be the rings of power. I'm, I'm in now, like however many seasons you want to do to get to the creation of all of the, the rings of power. And yeah. then obviously the one that was created in secret by Lord Sauron, the dark Lord himself. Yes. So, yeah. so let's talk about that. Like Sauron Bails. We don't see him bail, but no. he bails. He does, yeah. Because he does he doesn't win Galadriel. Yep. yep. Which and therefore ending the bromance between him and Celebrimbor. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So when we get back to Celebrimbor and and I, I was expecting when Elrond and Galadriel get there that like you know Sa- Sauron would have like taken everything yeah, or the, killed the material. Or t- yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. we don't see him take anything. But something tells me when they're chiseling away at the the little bit of Mithril that they had. Yeah, that he's got a little sliver. Something tells me he's got a little sliver. Not only that, but they all talked about the plans on how to forge it. So exactly. he knows see, see, exactly I, what I to do. I think the bigger thing is not even whether he actually has a piece or not. It's the fact that he knows how to now do it. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's the bigger thing is, you know, maybe he has a piece, but I, I feel like the bigger but thing is that he knows now. He's gonna wasn't have a, it mostly his idea? Honestly, it really was. Yeah, like, did he really need that? Maybe you don't need force. Maybe you just need a different way of twining them together. I think he was there to... Well, I don't know. I I I think that he was he was using it as an apprenticeship. I actually, think he really was. Actually, the one thing that he I think will have a hard time with is the Valinor, the the gold and silver from Valinor. Yeah, I think that's what he's going to have a more difficult time with because, man, how intense was that scene of Galadriel turning over her only thing that she has from yes. her brother? From her brother yeah. Oh my goodness, man! Yeah, that, that was done so well. It I was really... such an. It was so. But it also was so like representative of. Who, how she has to change to be a part of this new world. Yeah. You know, she can't, she can no longer live by the sword. Yeah. And not only that, but like what she has to let go in order to get there. Yes. So there's a lot that, you know, she was holding on to like in the series. And I feel like at this moment, like she realized that her holding on to, you know, getting revenge for her brother, uh, you know, staying like just being vengeful is what blinded her to the fact that she let Sauron come in right underneath. Yeah, the so closer. Yeah, she was clinging so hard to the past and her brother's memory that she let literally let the Dark Lord right next to her and yes. a, a form a friendship and almost a romance with the guy. Dude, like, that's yeah. Insane. Can you imagine being that? Like your whole life is devoted to catching this man, and he's right under your nose yep. for that long of a time. And just think about in her so-called mind palace. She let him hold the sword in her mind palace. Like that's it was true. That's like true. who else has she allowed to like even handle that sword to the point to the, point dagger, where, the, the dagger. dagger. Okay. Like it either it, it's been her and her brother are really the only two people that she has allowed to handle that sword. So you can tell at that point, like she still has this extreme relationship with him and this connection. 
um, because she she literally allows him to hold it, even if it's just in the mind palace. She has that much um, she has that much trust in him at that moment, even though it's eroding. But yeah. it, 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 she has that much trust in him to let him handle it. Man, how many times can we say Mind Palace in this yes. review? This is great. Listen, only podcast that can cross over Sherlock and Rings of Power. Here we go. Oh, That's I don't know if it's the only podcast. <laughs> but we're thankful you're here. We're here for you. All right, That's let's continue. Uh, I think we talked enough about Sauron, Galadriel, all that. Um, oh, yeah. Let's talk to Bri- I don't know if we need to stay here for long, but Numenor. Yeah, the Queen Regent and uh, yes. Elendil. Yeah, they're heading back. Um, they have what seems like a very trusting moment um, heading back on the ship. Uh, but really what we need to talk about, I think, is how the king dies. Yes, correct. Which right? is the yeah. second king that's died this week. I don't know if you guys seen uh, or following up on uh, uh, House of Dragons. Oh, oh and gosh. I was going to say, where, where, wow. where, where are you going what with that? What a spoiler. Wow. Boo. Dude, I'm gonna have to, we're going to have oh, to add yeah, a spoiler. To yeah. Well, well, that is awful, dude. We'll, if someone's we'll listening to this, they're going to be so mad. No, at you, there is bro. no editing this. We we are 100 percent raw right now. <laughs> oh yes. my! We shoot gosh. from the hip. That's all yeah. we do. I might mm. I might actually put a little um dis, dis you know disclaimer in our in our information. Yeah, or just or just beep out whatever he says. It's, yeah, it's actually yeah. it's actually not that bad. It's yeah. it, it was everyone. It's sees pretty it well coming. expected. Yeah, everyone for, sees it coming. Yeah, it's, all right, all right. yeah. Uh, uh, but. I also think it's important to where the the sister of yeah, Isildur, so, yeah, which the she sister coming into play here, yeah, now. where where she comes in and where are they going and um it, the basically the the orb that she's yeah, going. What to What role end up. is the, her seeing the vision? What role is her seeing the vision going to play into the outcome of what Numenor? What happens to Numenor? That and also we understand like how how does the orb uh, like how is it going to affect with how they are in Numenor, um, and what can what can Sauron see from the other side? Because we've seen mm. when we when um, the when the hobbits had it in the Lord of the Rings that uh, that the orb was a it's a two way street, you know, like right, yeah. like he could see from the other side as well as um, as well as they could see into it. So it'll be interesting to see if is that going to be almost a a spy like for him mm-hmm. it, like is it going to be an unwitting like they're going to go look at that stuff and it'll be interesting to see how it also affects the sister as well because the king you know stated that he 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 stared at it too long like he Correct. he made yeah. that mistake mm. yeah that's true and i think that she, obviously she's going to play a bigger part in the future seasons i don't know i don't know how i don't know what her role is in the in the lore my 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 knowledge of the lore only goes so far. Uh, as far, like, for example, you mentioned what is Sauron going to see on the other side? Well, I mean, Sauron and Numenor have a very strong relationship moving forward, and I'm going to be interested to see how that plays out. But that's all I'm going to say right now. I don't want to spoil too much for anybody who is not in the lore. Uh, I know the, the hardcore fans out there, they know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you, Chad. There you go. You know. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out in future seasons. The Queen... Practicing her, how many uh, steps it's going to take to get to uh, the whatever main post or whatever, and it's so that she can still appear as you know, like the queen. She's over there rehearsing her steps and trying to figure yeah. out. And then Alindiel coming in and just, I'm here for you, my queen. And, but then she's like, but who's there for you? Like that was just, that was a great scene as well. Yeah. And the funny thing is, 
Well, that's funny. The one thing I hate about prequel stuff is that we know the stakes already, and we know what happens. So, for example, like Isildur, Isildur, we know that he is, we know he's fine. Yes. So this whole feeling that we see of Elendil, yes, great acting, phenomenal emotional scenes. Like he's distraught. Yeah, he's distraught. Uh-huh. But like at the end of the day, like dude, get over. But he's we alive. don't know if he's he'll, alive. Do we know if he'll die before he sees his son again? No, though? We, I don't know that. Right. So yeah. So okay, cool. So there could be some. Stakes there could be still. some stakes there. Okay. By the way, calling it now. The first thing outside of like the intro screen for episode one of season two will be uh, Barrack finding uh, Isildur. Yes. Isildur. Barrack, yes. But, but Beric doesn't... The first thing we're going to see. But don't they fight um, in the very beginning of the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Don't they fight in the same battle together? The father and the son? I don't... I don't, I don't think, think so. the father's. I don't think the father is he there. No idea. Actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's because the they son. both they both form Gondor. Both father yeah. and son form. So yes, yes they meet up. Yeah. Because yeah. so anyway, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. And you guys just totally breezed over my prediction. <laughs> I feel it's, I feel, inv- it's invalid. It's invalid. I, I feel just unheard. unheard. By the way, my mother-in-law told me called me totally called me out on because she listened to our reviews and she said that we've been pronouncing his name wrong. Um, but to which I almost said. Well, yeah, I pretty much pronounce everybody's name wrong yeah. in this show. Get over it. No, I'm just kind of letting you guys get along, get along with it because it's no, Isildur. I'm, what did it say again? Isildur. Isildur. All right, whatever. I mean, he's yeah, cool. <laughs> I shouldn't say whatever. It's so, been a great show. Yeah, it has been a great it, show. Like, however, for all the purists listening who hate me yeah. because it seems like I yeah. sweat, you know. Butcher There's the a names. few out there. We know who you are. Uh-huh. It's okay. I don't blame you for hating me. I'd probably be frustrated with me too if I was in your shoes. Yeah. Point is, I think it's, it's been a fun, incredible show. So. It's been a fun ride, and you have to kind of adjust your mind as far as taking it from the from the pages to the screen. So if you can accept that, which I have, I'm all along mm-hmm. for the ride. Now, however, the final finale was great. But where the heck was Durin, man? What the heck was going on with that? Like, why would you leave the dwarves like, out of this? Like, like I said, man, I feel like they really dropped the ball with like Borag and mm. you know following mm. up with that scene. I, I, I don't know. I think they did. I think it was perfectly fine. I think they set up every single universe to be at the point to where you're intrigued about what is happening next. Yeah. So I feel like like the showing the Balrog was their way of you know having you intrigued about what's coming next, but letting you know that. Next season, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming along. Right. I think if they had shown the Balrog, you know, like you, you, I don't think you can leave the Balrog like halfway through a fight for yeah, this right. season. So you would well, have to have an entire fight with the Balrog. Listen, and the and the listen, the Balrog is uh, also Durin's bane. That's literally the name of the Balrog. Is going to be Durin's bane. Like that's yep. that's how bane? you know. Yes, Durin's bane. That's what does the name that mean? Bane. Listen, I'm, I don't, I'm not 100% certain right now, right this second, but I can Google it later for you and talk That's to okay. you. That's yeah. okay. I'm embarrassed to even ask. Yeah. Let's move it on. It means like the thorn in the side. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, there's cool. going to there's gonna be some some sta- stakes Woo. there for, for Durin. And, so you're uh, all just showing and, and the what Balrog. he doesn't know once again. Yeah. All right. It's okay. Don't worry Are there it. any other storylines we're missing? Because uh, there wasn't. Well, I mean, Arondir, we're missing that one. Uh, yes. And, and Bronwyn. Yeah, Sorry. everything to do with. Uh, I meant like yeah. the, I meant that was in the finale before we get to the things that maybe weren't in the finale. I think it was only a few things that were in the finale, right? right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they kind of set it up to where like s- episode seven was s- setting up everything to do with Aaron Deer and everything to do with um, Duran was kind of like finished by the yeah. end of that episode, yeah. which allowed them to do, you know, n- doing a nice long drawn out um, 
thing to end with Galadriel and Elrond and, you know, with everybody to do with the, um, with the hair foot. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about anything else we're missing or what we're looking forward to, go ahead. You know, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to future seasons, especially I, I see now that the end of season one is the creation of the Elven Rings. So I can only yes. assume that the end of season two is the creation of the Dwarven Rings. And I can only assume that the end of season three will be the creation of the man's nine rings. And then somewhere along the lines, there's going to be the creation of the one that uh, the Dark yes. Lord has. So yeah. I... I, I I really enjoyed seeing that build up to the creation of the rings in the final episode. Uh, I really, I really am interested to see how the dwarves decide to play their cards now. That do the elvens show off their power or something like that? Like, or, or what, what goes on with that? That makes the dwarvens want to do the same. Yeah, that's that's where I'm interested to see well, that storyline. Well, it'll be interesting just to see like if if it's just legitimately one of those things where they see that the elves have the rings and they're like, oh. Now we have to make sure that we have a deterrent in case the in case the elves decide to go rogue in some any sort of a way, you know. So is it something like along those lines to where it's like, um, you know, or maybe maybe it is something like the elves get a little bit big for their britches and the, and the dwarves are like, okay, well, we have all this um, we have all this mithril our, on our own right. Why don't we just make our you know get our own rings going? So. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I saw somebody on Twitter say that uh, they need Jeff Bezos to drop a billion dollars a year so that we can get more rings of power. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please. But it'll probably be around this time next year where they drop the season again, if I had to guess. Yeah, I think pre-production has already started with the rings of power season two. Okay. So I, we're, on, we're on our way there. We're they, on our I, way. And I did see that they were thinking that this, this could go as long as six seasons, yes. but as short as three seasons. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh. Well, hopefully it's longer than three. But uh, I, again, I imagine with the success it's it's had that we'll get a lot of it. Yeah, I, would, yeah, I think I so would, too. What I would love to see is them to make a plan and be like, maybe even as soon as like, as soon as the second season starts to be like, okay, this is going to be a five seasons. This is going to be five seasons. We're doing five and then we're ending. Yeah, like we're not going to stretch a... Yeah, I'm a right. fan what, of that. I'm a whatever fan of that. the amount is, we're not going to stretch an extra season because of yes. interest or demand. We're yeah. just going to commit to the story. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree. The, uh, the, the, I already said, you know, we talked about Breaking Bad in this episode, but Breaking Bad five five seasons, they're done, and it was fantastic. Just do the yeah. same thing. So five is a healthy number. Five is a healthy number. Oh, yes, ob- yes opposite of Lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just mentioned Lost. Probably a good time for us to end the pod. <laughs> Uh, okay, last thoughts. Anyone need to say anything else before we go? Nope. Uh, the closing song, I felt uh, yes. the, the finale perfectly. Um, yes. And just like with the, just how they made the Elven Rings and everything, Sauron's influence, you know, with that, and then like closing it out with that with that song was just perfectly orchestrated. Yes, in my mind. I agree. I agree. I enjoyed that. I actually listened to the whole thing. I didn't like end the episode yeah, and close the app or anything like that. I just, I listened to it. It was great. It was yeah. fantastic. Epic. Okay, well, again, uh, big shout-out to everybody who is tuned in, who's listened or watched. Uh, we thank you so much. Please subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Um, leave a review. Leave a comment wherever you're listening or watching. And uh, be sure to come back next year for more Rings of Power. And also, uh, check out the rest of our content. We've, we're covering a lot of things right now. we got 
Uh, we're t- even tonight. We're doing reviews on She-Hulk and Andor. So there's a lot we got going on. We got some big movies coming out the next month um, that we're going to be reviewing. So please return um, and uh, yeah, help us to uh, you know just join us at the at the round table, the, the square round table we got here. So with all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy Shimato and Apple Zacks, this is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening or watching the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. You peasants.